Good morning and welcome to episode 108 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. Um, we are presented by Loyalty Liquors. We are hosted by us. I got a text at 2.40 last night from my sister that said, Gabe tested positive on one line. Next text for COVID. Next text leaving Tahiti. So as an analyst of texting, are they leaving Tahiti? Are they, um, did they get COVID in Tahiti? It was just very vague, and then I sent her a couple of texts back, and um, no response. So they're probably quarantining in a Wi-Fi dungeon. I mean, um, a COVID dungeon. Why did I just say Wi-Fi? Oh, because I was <laughs> going to say without Wi-Fi in French Polynesia. I don't know what that would be like. Do they even have basements in French Polynesia? Uh, Is it islands? They're yeah. islands. Pro- probably not, because monsoon season would be a lot of flooding i feel right all right well at least so let's break this down they're not in a basement then hopefully Mm. they don't have wi-fi right are they leaving tahiti or were they leaving to tahiti and then they got tested in tahiti she didn't test positive Sounds like a false, a false positive to me. These are all the questions that went through my head all morning. I, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the Tahiti tourism website. They spelled I already tour- went on it. And they, did you notice Looking they spelled up- tourism wrong? <laughs> they added an e at the end of it, which I maybe is the old is, English way of spelling it. They are French. They, they don't understand uh, the English tor- language. Tor- his may. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, that's true. French Polynesia. Duh. Um, the, I, it's, what a joke. I mean, it looks like, it looks like they're not going to be able to leave until he produces. A I, I, what I was test. seeing was a five negative test five days after your last test oh, is what joke, I, how, how, how are we still doing this? How, how are we still doing this? I mean, for fuck's Dude, sake. I don't want to bad talk it too hard because I, I want them to get out of there safe. But I mean, this is pretty much as big as the, the Novak Djokovic situation in Australia. Well, and not bigger. You know, it, 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 obviously, I'm the only one that looks at the analytics for this and I see the data map for where our, our podcast gets listened to. And we do have a substantial amount of listeners in French Polynesia. So you, you, you may figure that somebody in the French Polynesian government is listening and so you're right. We probably shouldn't badmouth it too much uh, so that they can get out just fine. But uh, I just, I think it's fucking ridiculous that we're still doing this. I mean, yeah. And also you're like in one of the most isolated parts of the world. Well, that's dude. What's crazy is dude. I went on the, the I woke up at like 4 a.m. to like a wicked thunderstorm. And then I just happened to look at my phone and my sister had texted me. So then I'm like looking at the shit. I couldn't really sleep. I'd been, I'd already shit gotten my night's rest after my early bedtime. But um, I, I was like looking at like it's it, all of a sudden, 
like I Google it and it's like talking about how French Polynesia has got some of the highest COVID rates in the world right now. Mm. Like I, I like actually like those were like headlines and like I'm like wait what the fuck like everybody knows you can't get COVID on the islands because you're at the beach you know at the beach. Um, I, I just I, it's so weird to me, Betty. I uh, <clears throat> it was but but I almost wonder if it's like the kind of thing that is French Polynesia pissed because all the rich Americans who kind of haven't really stop their lives in any sort have probably been flooding these places and they're probably like i mean the locals i bet are yeah but they also like at some point that they depend like well right that's what i was just gonna say is is uh is they're probably reliant on tourism and you know i can't imagine uh french polynesia has a huge uh export uh export market um you know, I'm looking at, no, here's the problem. French Polynesia is still t- technically part of France. There's your problem. Oh, you know, shit. The fucking French, they can't get anything right. You know, ever since they lost a whole generation of people during World War One, it's the place has been a joke. <laughs> uh, I just, I think it's ridiculous, man. And I, I just, I don't know how long this is going to go on for. Like these, these, that kind of travel. I guess... I just saw or heard that the they were trying to like re-extend the air, airline travel mask policy or the the and yeah. the, I guess the pilots are like suing or something. I did not see that, but I mean, I mean it's just and, and this is you know been our favorite. Topic. I think yeah, this is the start of the the. I mean, not the start. It's been it's been happening, but like. This is the part where COVID doesn't matter anymore, but all these new implications matter. Well, yeah. And I just, and in, in since the very beginning, you know, and also happy uh, anniversary, two weeks to flatten the curve, happy two year anniversary. Um, you know, it's. Oh my it, God, how funny is that? <laughs> Shout out us. Shout out us starting up. I mean, come on. How perfect. I need is to that? remind myself that like every now and then like we started a podcast one week before the start of (laughs) (laughs) like document um the haven't missed a fucking week since bro yeah and and uh, with all things that go in between with you know having covid and traveling all over the place and being together being apart having service no service i mean we've made it work but um you know i just it it's and it's been like this for two years. And you would think at some point there would be some logic that goes into it because like I was, I would notice it when I was on the plane coming back from California. And when I was on my way there, it's like, I'm on a packed fucking airplane. The person next to me is sitting three inches from me. The person across the aisles, you know, whatever, two feet away from me, everybody's crammed in this tuna can that's right on top of each other. I think the air is purified in, in planes, but it's like, how does it make any sense that the real that in reality no one would catch covid because they have to wear the mask even though you can take them off to drink and you know if you go in the bathroom and obviously nobody's in the bathroom with you you can take it off so like it's just fucking ridiculous and at no point during this whole thing has logic really ever been involved and now we're getting to the point where you're starting to see some of the government health agencies walk stuff back because they know at this point 
nobody's paying attention anymore. Right. So between like the CDC finally coming out and saying, hey, natural immunity is a real thing. The CDC finally coming out and saying the vaccinated are passing it on just as much as the unvaccinated. Like all this stuff has come out and is public information on the CDC's website. <laughs> and you don't hear anybody talking about it because there's a war in Ukraine. And that's where the public attention is at the moment. And, you know, I, I saw a uh, shout out our uh, close personal friend, Tom Healy. She she posted an Instagram story yesterday that uh, was like about uh, Dr. Fauci you know, out of the public eye for a little while now. And then he comes out and, you know, warns people, oh, COVID cases are going to rise again. Yeah, no shit, dude. But like, shut the fuck up at this point. Like, just shut the fuck up. Um, because this, this here's a headline from ABC News. Uh, what's worse? What's, go ahead. Well, here's the headline. Fauci says COVID-19 cases will likely increase soon, though not necessarily hospitalizations. We'll shut the fuck up then. Who cares? People get fucking sick. It happens every goddamn day. Aaron, what? <clears throat> I mean, break it down into sports. Like, in the professional sports, how long do they let someone go before, you know, gen the general management or the owners have to make a move on, like, a, a head coach, you know? Like, how many losses sure. in yeah. a row is, right. is a coach right. allowed? Right. Depends I mean, on put sport. that in the fucking into the perspective of of politics. Like, if you lose that bad, like if what is Dr. Fauci the the is he the head of this director? Uh, he's the, the director of the is. National Institute of Health, I believe. Okay, he's the director of the National Institute of Health. Well, we just went through a pandemic, so a um, lot of deaths. They've even said it themselves. Let's call that a fucking loss, a huge L. Like, when does he get canned? You know, it's like when, when, you know, it's like, it's all relative in the sense that it's like how many wrong fucking things does he have to say that have been called out and like blasted on a fucking meme? Like I've seen more Dr. Fauci memes in my life now than I have like any other meme. And uh, it's like, it's still this like doofy guy that is like, has his job. But, you know, you look at every other thing and let's like any other job, um, a sp you know, a professional athlete, um, fucking a mom. If you fucking suck at being a mom, they'll take your fucking kids away from you. You know what I mean? It's like this guy obviously sucks. And it's like it's either he sucks or it is a joke. So he uh, let me uh, just I, put, I, I we, we like to fact check a little bit on here from time to time. He's the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and the chief medical advisor to the president. Okay, so let's just make sure we're, we get that information correct, because I don't want anybody coming at me and saying, you guys are idiots, you don't even know who he is. So that has been corrected. Fuck off. Um, but you're, also, go ahead. Finish no, I mean, you, could, you could argue it's like even going back to like the, the Biden-Trump, um, you know, the presidential I guess when they were running around the country doing their debates and all that shit. And like at the meme at the time was, was like, you know, they should just run in a foot race and the winner should be the president. And it's like, it almost makes sense. It's like, who do you want leading you? Like we've talked about that before. I think mm. like 
it's like do you want some fucking slob idiot that's like your leader or do you want you know someone who can lead so i um, i i think the i think the bigger issue benny is that there is no there's no progress being made and i i could have used a pop filter right there i just heard that p make that that popping sound um like all right so and we talked about this last week right you know how the average american has less money in their pocket things are becoming more difficult for the average american it's it's becoming more expensive to be alive for the average american right we talked about all that last week so i don't know if you saw this but did you see what the senate did this week what the senate passed is it something about the interest rates? No, it's no, that was the Fed. Yeah, the Fed raised interest rates for the first time since I think 2018. But uh, no, the, the, the Senate passed the bill to really like kind of alleviate um, a lot of the American people's uh, financial struggles. I mean, it may not happen right away, but uh, they passed the bill to repeal daylight savings time so that this past daylight savings oh. time will be saving time ever. So you know, honestly, a lot of progress getting made and, and, you know, big steps to help the American people get out right. from underneath all important, financial important, important shit, like the time of the day. And <laughs> like, but that's what I mean is like, and, and it's, 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 just, right. it's just, it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, for, I mean, it was at one point when America was a booming industrial country that was, you know, purely based on farming. It was, it made sense. Yeah. Like, to give more hours of daylight, you know, right. so that they could work longer. Um, so now that every fucking person in America is lazy as a bag of shit and doesn't do anything, <laughs> like, yeah, we don't like, need this anymore. <laughs> we definitely don't need the extra hour. If anything, they want it to be like darker, quicker, because they now they want you, you know, glued to your to your head, your uh, headset, your whatever the fuck you have, your your phone, your device, your and I, I your, v, your VR shit. I well, yeah, jump into the metaverse. I apologize because I can't come up with another example off the top of my head, and I could be wrong, but I, I don't think I am. I like this is not the first time I remember a like a dumb legislative bill that has nothing to do that's gonna you know make anybody's life any easier being passed as almost like a way to appease almost as a way to appease people and make them think that the politicians are actually looking out for your best interest. And, you know, I think you and I have made it very clear over the years of doing this. It's weird to say over the years and have that be like a, a factual like statement. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's been, but it's been multiple years, It's been multiple years. So this. over the years, uh, but over the years of us doing this, that like, you know, we are not trusting of, of big government. And like, this is the reason why, because at the end of the day, these people, it's a job and these people, their job is to get reelected and become career politicians and slowly play the game that goes on in DC and in Washington. I don't fault politicians for it because it's a, it's a systemic problem that we have. But at the end of the day, like if the people you are supposed to be governing and helping are having their lives are getting worse or financially more difficult or what have you like <laughs> at what point do you look in the mirror and say hey we're fucked this is fucked and that's never gonna happen because you know what the, what's the old expression benny uh, power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely um you know and and it all goes back to really where this podcast started and you know gaining financial freedom and breaking yourself free of the system and yeah it's uh 
It's a crazy time to be alive. Yeah, man. It's a crazy time to be alive. Fuck. It's like, I, I mean, I, I we kind of like drift a little bit there, but I mean, back to the, <laughs> to the, <laughs> I mean, are we the, well, you might as well call it. Sort of with Gabe testing, you know, testing like, positive in Tahiti. And then somehow we talked about the corruption of the American politician. Yeah. Typical. Um, uh, it's just a, it's a bummer. Like lately I, f- I feel like even more, I've kind of like felt it. It's just like, um, just being, you know, I guess I'm, I'm now going to be able to like, really like use this, like my trip down to central America, like, you know, three months was a, was not just a, a vacation. Like I, I immersed myself in the culture and, you know, it's like the whole time down in central america it's like everyone you you talk to who's you know super friendly and maybe is the little owner of a restaurant or um you know whatever whatever they do they're working and it's like the kids as soon as like one day we were out we were just out on this baseball field jogging around the field there was like a five-year-old kid and he was watching his two-year-old baby brother Mm-hmm. And we, there was a little old soccer ball out there and we were playing with them for a few minutes. Just like we were doing like, like sprints back and forth. Yep. So they're like watching us like for one, what the fuck are these idiots doing <laughs> out here? And for two, like, they're probably just curious. Like we were going back and forth, like, you know, just to a, a point we weren't doing anything crazy. So they start like mimicking us and doing yep. it with us. And it's like, so here, um you know we're talking and it's like you know why are they here right now well it's because their fucking parents are at work right they don't pay for daycare the kid's old enough and they're just fucking out and about down the road at the soccer field and you know they're smiling and whatever they seem to be fine um i actually found a, a 25 cent quarter on the ground in in the baseball field but like they're 25 cents so at the time we were in it was in costa rica so um it's it's, uh 600 costa rican dollars to one american dollar so you Mm. can figure out what 25 cents was i gave the kids the 25 cents and they dropped it back on the ground so obviously (laughs) (laughs) they you know whatever um so but it's like my long story that I'm making is everybody down there. It's like, where are you from? Oh, the United States. Oh, that's awesome. My cousin lives there. Like, you know, I, I wish I could go there. Like, you know, Oh, my family left and, and, you know, was working in DC or, Oh, I'm back visiting from the United States. I've been, I've been in the United States for, for 25 years everybody thinks it's like united states united states like all this shit little do they know it's like the more i look at it the united states coaxes in these fucking people who are i don't want to say it's they're it's not that their iq is lower because they're smart intelligent hard-working people right but their understanding of a fucking big system is absolutely childish right you know to the lowest level 
it is prime target to tell, you know, to coax an immigrant to the United States, give them a quote unquote $10 an hour restaurant gig, busing tables. They think that's a fucking absolute fortune because they were making six bucks a day back, you know, in wherever they're from. And now, but how do I get to my job? Well, let's bring them down to the car dealership. Oh, we got a uh, fucking no questions asked full loan on your car. Here you go. Bam. Now they're driving out of a fucking car dealership in a brand new car. Maybe actually they're leasing it because they don't even know. They're just like, you give us $200 a month and you get this car. So it's like, okay, so now they're leasing a vehicle. Right. Um, then they go whatever housing situation everybody in america knows what the housing situation is right now it's a fucking disaster whether you're renting or whether you're you know an owner or a a, a, someone striving to be an owner it's like that's a nightmare in itself and it's like bam next thing you know you got another person locked into the system just the the fucking revolving door of a system and it's like with every person that kind of exits it it's like there's someone else that can come in that doesn't understand it which is like you know it's it's fucked up man it's like it's not like go ahead go ahead keep going no 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 no. go ahead you're ripping you're ripping no no, Um, that's well do you do you remember the did you there's a documentary i don't remember what it was on about the wells fargo scandal that they were doing um so basically, Wells Fargo was like, I'm trying to just pull it up real quick so I can remember the specifics of it. By the way, if you hear vibrating in the background, I currently have 12 games of chess going right now on chess.com. I am, we'll touch on that before we wrap up here. But Wells Fargo. Can you pause them? It, yeah, they're 14 day matches. So they, I, they're, they go for two weeks. So I don't have to play right away. Um, so Wells Fargo was basically like, like setting goals for their tellers to open accounts and stuff. Um, basically, like if it was almost like a, like a sales job in the sense of like you had a quota of how many accounts of different kinds you had to get open like every single day. <laughs> and so they were interviewing, you know, some people that used to work at Wells Fargo when it was going on. And they were talking to these people that worked uh, near Napa. It was either... It was either Marin County, California, or I think it was in like Healdsburg or St. Helena, which is one of their, their towns within Napa Valley, within the wine region. And basically they're interviewing this girl and she's like, listen, she's like, there's like, you know, whatever, say 5,000 people in this fucking town. The majority of them are migrant workers from Mexico who work the vineyards. Like there's only so many people we can sign up. And yet we still have these quotas every single day of, of goals we're supposed to hit. And she's like, so to the point that they're like basically conning these people who don't speak English, you know, who are just here trying to make a living to whether it's send money back to their family or, you know, support their family, whatever, like people just trying to make a good, honest living, like scamming them into opening up fucking credit card accounts and all this shit. And then not telling them, you know, the, the, the specifics of what they're actually getting involved in making up social security numbers for people, like making all this shit up. So that they can obviously, you know, record more profit and, and all that stuff. Um, but they uh, uh, hold, hold, please. 
it's, it's one of your chess games. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I'm recording the podcast. Okay. Um, yeah, it's one of my this kid I'm playing in India who's 607 <laughs> rating calling me because he's like, hey, dude, tell me about that Bishop movie. <laughs> um, but but again, like wrapping up your whole point is like your the system that we have in place it's everything is for fucking profit everything is for profit at the end of the day the little guy doesn't fucking matter it's what can you bring to the bottom line and that's all it boils down to at the end of the day dude i just and it's one other thing i just want to mention on that topic it's like even the fucking the migrant workers they get in there just to open a regular baking account did I just say baking account? Banking <laughs> account. Like if they're just looking for like shortening flour, you know, sourdough bread, sugar, like the essentials, then you know. But no, um, if they're in there for, like for a regular fucking banking account in the United States, dude, it's like oh, if you don't have a hundred dollars in your account, you get a uh, this you get a $32 monthly fucking maintenance charge or we're giving you a, or actually every single month, there's a $6 monthly maintenance charge, but yep. then there's a, um, a 30, you know, $32 charge for, um, uh, not having, you know, the, the correct amount in your account. And then there's a, there's a transaction or, or a, an overdraft, you know, fee. And there's all these fees and it's like, you know, I've seen these like analytics, these like graphics showing like the the yearly like the US banking systems like revenue in overdraft fees is like twelve point six billion dollars oh, or something. Crazy. Let's see. I'm sure you could look it up. I'm sure it's it's even more than that right now, but um so it's like uh, the lottery is a tax on the poor. Well, the fucking traditional U.S. banking system is also a tax on the poor. And then there's taxes on the poor and everybody is just taxing, taxing, taxing. So pretty much um, it's uh, like uh, during 2020, banks charge U.S. consumers twelve point four billion dollars in overdraft fees. What yeah. did I say? Twelve. You said twelve something. Yeah. So you were we were right and basically right on. Um. I mean, the banking, the, the banks are the, it's, it's the biggest racket going in like, because it's, all right, you want to buy a house? You got to borrow money from the bank. If you want to borrow money from the bank, you got to be able to put all these financial records in place. You got to have all that, right? Okay. You want to open a checking account, a simple checking account where you're putting your money into the bank so that they can then in turn loan it out to people and make money on your money. But there's all these stipulations if you want to have that account. If you want you like you said, you know, you have to have a minimum balance of whatever. You have to have, if you have a, a checking account, you should have a savings account and have overdraft protection. That's, that both accounts are protected with each other and and in lockstep. And then oh, we're going to charge you maintenance fees every month, and we're going to charge you a once a year like thirty five dollar maintenance fee. And oh by the way, if you want to get money out of an ATM that's not our ATM. Well, it's going to cost you whatever that ATM is charging you. And then we're going to charge you on top of that because you're taking your money out of the bucks. ATM. Like, like, dude, I like with TD bank, if I take my four, five dollars, if I take my money out of an ATM, that's not a TD bank ATM. Not only do I get whacked, whatever the ATM fee is on the ATM, TD bank charges me $3 on the back end. They charge me $3 as well for taking my money out of a bank. Like what, what, 
difference does it make to TD Bank which ATM I get my fucking money out of? If I have to pay two fifty for three dollars for ATM fee, okay, whatever. I know that. Like it's it's a fucking racket. It's all a fucking racket. But at the end of the day, the system is in place where there's just almost no way around it unless you're going to carry a million dollars in cash around you at all times and, and be strapped up in case anybody wants to buck, you know, it's crazy, bro. Dude, all I know is I have a shitload of spiritual dollars from, uh, from professor one, you at Castleton university. Dude, he was the coolest. No, he was like, he taught all these like random, like courses. He was a musician. He was, a uh, um what what did i have with him anthropology maybe oh wow but either way so like he he just was this like super cool teacher at the school and everybody knew him and then he would like play at the bar on thursday nights so everyone loved him you know whatever so but in class he would give out like if you if you you know said something good or you know joined in in some good conversation he, he awarded spiritual dollars so like in, in my notebook my buddy seth and i we just had like a tally of all the spiritual dollars we had <laughs> saved up <laughs> so i mean i do, I do have those um like it's those like bitcoin before away. bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> people funny. don't even know that i have you know you know a large stack of of, of my portfolio and spiritual dollars so. <laughs> go to go to get a mortgage uh sir can we take a look at your financials what is this uh it says you have 43 million sds and those are spiritual dollars buddy you don't know anything about those <laughs> they're as good as good as gold um Better okay. at this point yeah actually i want to i want to see if i can look ben all right so totally totally pivoting right now and i know I know our close personal friend, Dan, is going to listen. Uh, I know because he texted me last week and was like, let me see. Uh, let me see this chessboard setup you got. Uh, this is crazy. I just looked at this for the first time and it's a little bit alarming. So I don't have other than Instagram, I don't have any social media on my phone. I do use my phone for work, obviously. So I've used, you know, I use my phone a lot. Chess.com so far this week, I have spent 13 hours playing chess on bucketchess.com, which is banana lands. And I got to tell you, Ben, I'm, I'm definitely getting better. Like if Dan, if, if Jill's listening or, or Jill, if you're listening, uh, I just said the same thing two different ways. Uh, like I played the best game of chess I've ever played against her the other night, like beat up on her. But it's such a frustrating game because the next game we played, she whooped my ass. And I'm like, dude, like this fucking game, it is so goddamn frustrating. I think I may have to push the timetable back of becoming a grandmaster to like, you know, give me through the rest of the year. But like, I'm on it, man. I'm fucking watching YouTube videos, playing all the time. I get, like I said, I have 11 or 12 different games going right now. Do you know the grid yet? Like the... the like the numbers and letters, Maybe like uh, the notation like C C yeah. two yes C two to yep okay cool. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's like it's. it's I think, dude. I think all all you really need. Dude, I think like you bought a vintage. Well, it's not really vintage at all. It's, it's vintage new, looking. But you bought but a really new. cool espresso. <laughs> 
I think it's only fair that you get a really fucking cool vintage paddle shifter chess bumper tapper thing that goes in the middle of the table, you know? You know, like when they're playing yeah, in Central yeah. Park and they yep. hit the button. Yep. Hit the bu- yeah, you need you need one of those. Like every grandmaster has them. You know, as much as I want to keep spending money, like, you know, buy Aaron, a tent. I bought us the fucking microphones. Look at us now. Okay, okay? Ben, like, that's a good point. Talk the shit. It's like, that's a good point. You need, like, people, like, if someone's trying to get into something and they get into it with shitty equipment, it's not fun. So then, like, how do you really get immersed into it? I had this thought. It's like, okay, I saw a fucking last night scrolling around fucking high school fucking um clayton kershaw throws a perfect inning in five games okay and it's all this like oh this like it's like an old video and then i'm I'm like i hear it like faintly they, they say it in the background and then i see it the logo on his jersey and i remember from fucking riding my bicycle around the most expensive upscale neighborhood in dallas highland park it's hmm. right in downtown dallas highland park clayton kershaw went to highland park episcopal fucking school he was played for the highland park scots hmm. okay so it's like you want to know why clayton kershaw was good probably because he was fucking rich as shit he had you know all the best stuff getting into it. I, I i don't i don't know how i just like turned that hard because i didn't really like but what i wanted to say was like do you think clayton kershaw started with a fucking shitty pair of cleats that were uncomfortable and a glove that sucked and it's like oh i don't even want to play my glove doesn't you know it's like stupid shit like that but it's like yeah he's the best in the world it's like when you're look good feel good yeah so that's why I got us the goddamn microphones and look at us fucking now. So Ben, go you're ahead right. And get you the paddle shifter chessboard fucking whacker of the century. And then ben, that's how you become the grandmaster. Ben, that $10,000 Gucci chessboard that I was looking at when we were in California, I'm fucking ordering this, it today. Use Honda Civic or Gucci chessboard. <laughs> like it comes yeah, with but, a Gucci briefcase though. So like kind of worth see, it. That's, that's different. That's different. Cause it's not going to actually improve your performance but i'll look good as the fuck p- at my ass the, p- the the paddle shifter thing will force you to be like my moves are too my moves are too long i gotta shorten up my moves that which means your brain's gotta be working twice as fast um yeah father son I don't know. house of gucci um <laughs> <laughs> it's a great flick by the way if anybody anybody wants to see it, it's on amazon you can rent it for like six bucks great flick um all right, let's wrap this up. I got things to do today. I'm sure you do as well. Uh, episode 108 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast presented by Loyalty Liquors, hosted by us. Benny, great chat as always, man. Love you. Love you, bro.